It's a celebration, bitches. Mazel tov. This right here's a petty trapper. Whoa. This was so fire. So fire, dog. I mean, I remember playing this over and over. Like waking up in the morning. I was up in the club trying to get a rub. <laughs> trying to get a rub. Get a cup, fill it up. Hey. We've been spending time. That's how you know you really fuck with her. Yeah. When you think about her and yeah, she's not there. This ain't no joke. Let me clear my throat. That was fine. Shout out to Trey. Shout out to Shout out to Trey. Oh, shout out. I thought you said shut the track. Yes, shout out to Trey. How. Is he not have some of this stuff? He is using uh, protection. Uh, protection like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're an R&B singer. Yeah, man. Good way to start off the episode, Doc. You know what I'm Thank saying? you. We're doing interludes. Start with the panty dropper. Straight interludes. Ooh. Straight interludes. I got to apologize for last podcast. I overconsumed. I mean, like, and like I said to him, um, off mic, it happens to the best of us. You know, we... um. Sometimes we we just we be we go too hard. We yeah. drink too much, and I went too hard. One thing that I would say about alcohol, it works every time. Yeah, I mean it did its job. We were I had been <laughs> drinking since like two. Me, yeah. Jones, and Burris, and I began to say illogical things during the podcast. Some some illogical things. But I would say I was thoroughly entertained because that shit was geeking me. Because I knew off Bucks like when you start talking that you was a little yeah yeah that was, you was here. I was here. <laughs> you was here. <laughs> You was out back. I was out back. You was out back. But uh, yeah, shout out to that. But this is episode five, season two. We are back, and we are missing one of the three uh, Negroes. Yeah, but he is here in spirit. Matter of fact, we was calling him all before this episode started to help with to some get technical this together, shit. Yeah, so we could get this shit rolling. But like I said, our brothers here in spirit. Shout out Big Briss. You know what I'm saying Stefan Laurent. But welcome to Mazel Talks. The safe place for keeping it kosher. You know what I'm saying? Where we keep it very player. And um, we try to spread the knowledge and, and do our thing and entertain y'all, make y'all laugh, and play some very fire music. Very fire music. Got to do it. Very fire music. We have to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's just in us. It drips. If it there's drips. one thing you can expect from us, it's going to be fire music. Very fire music. Niggas be coming with that shit. Like, to talk about last episode again, motherfuckers t- came out with that Tony Braxton. Oh, I was like, who picked the Tony oh. Braxton? It wasn't me because I was out back. <laughs> I thought it was you because that's that's like you a little me. dot I, you know, type of vibe. vibe. That would come with, you wasn't man yeah, You know, that's me. my vibe. <laughs> that is my vibe right there. But I was out back. And so, actually, I, I haven't picked music in like, shit, maybe like 10 episodes. Shit, nah, I ain't been 10. I have man. not picked music in a while. Well, you've been getting skipped. Well, yeah, this is picked. all you today. So, you started off. I like where you started. Interludes, baby. You know what I'm saying? And we just going to get it started. Shout out to Interludes. We're going to get it started. I'm just going to keep it funky, get some shit off my chest, because the shit just happened to me. And I was really tight about this shit that happened to me. And I tweeted about it. It got a little little, little buzz on Twitter. Shout out to y'all for actually responding to my tweets. <laughs> um, <laughs> corny niggas, bro. Like, corny niggas and creepy niggas, bro. Like, they go fucking hand in hand. Yeah. And it pissed me off because this week uh, uh, somebody was using my name, like bringing up my name when they was talking to a girl. And I didn't realize people did shit like that no more. Yeah. Like that, it definitely took me back to like some high school type shit, like motherfuckers talking about you and like stuff like that. I'm like, yo, I'm a grown ass person. I didn't think this shit would happen no more. It still happens. And definitely in job dynamics, it kind of forms like it's, it's like, it seems like high school a lot of times when you're at, when you're at your work. Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely stay out of all the bullshit, but. This corny motherfucker was bringing up my name when he was talking to a girl. And of course the girl's going to come back and tell me. I mean, yeah. And I had to like, I didn't check him like hard body, but I definitely brought the shit up to him. Like, yo, bro, like, why the fuck are you talking? Why would you go back to her and say my name when nothing even went transpired? And the shit that really made me mad is because it, him talk, bringing up my name around her so much made it seem like I told him something or I said some shit mm-hmm. to him about her when I didn't. You did not. 
And it just made me, I, I, obviously I'm not going to get into the psychology of a corny nigga <laughs> or the psychology of a creepy nigga because I'm just not, I, I definitely rebuke all of that in my life. I don't want to be corny <laughs> or creepy. But this nigga, it's just like these, these, these men exist and they make real niggas look bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's hard out here. It's it's hard out here, and it, it was shocking me because I'm like, damn, people operate like this on a regular. That's his norm. And for this specific example, him being at that in that age range. Yes, he's older. Yeah, this motherfucker got gray all in his head. <laughs> it's, it's just wild to me. Very it's, wild. It's always crazy when your name is thrown out in situations that you did not you did not approve of. For sure. You know, that's always wild, man. But people talk. And to speak to that, the we, the corny shit, but we're going to talk to the creepy shit. Like, they're real live creep, creepy niggas. Out yeah, there. you were telling me about this this particular This particular person individual. has a track record. So this wasn't out of day, like, oh, no, I would never believe he did that. No, this was like, oh, this this goes along with the, the creepy shit you've done before. So that's you're just creepy, a creep bro. and a cornball. That's just so weird how somebody can do some of the things. Give an example. Of what? Of some one example. Of uh, an example of some creepy know. shit like staring at a woman and not breaking eye contact. Like you just staring yeah. a woman down to where, to the point to where she becomes uncomfortable the way you looking at her. Like getting serial killer vibes. Saying things that are inappropriate. Saying inappropriate things about whether whether it be their body. Yeah. Or just overshowering them with compliments like doing dumb oh, compliment yeah, yeah, time yeah, yeah. like. Oh, you're beautiful. Yo, you know you're beautiful, right? Yo, you just mm. uh, you smell good. You smell good today. Going yeah. out of your way to to like come across them in their schedule of duties of things that mm-hmm. they have to do, so you could look at them mm-hmm. and like, for lack of for lack of a better word, <laughs> to eye fuck them or like undress <laughs> them with your eyes and like that shit makes women uncomfortable, bro. Yeah. This this whole the whole thing about this podcast is keeping it player. It definitely is not player to make women feel uncomfortable. Around you, nah, man. And if you're doing that, I don't like. And I said it about bro, like I don't know if there's anything you could do about that at this point in your life. Well, at that age, I mean, you can't teach a dog new tricks. You just a creep. You just a creep. Piss me off, bro. But I had to get off my chest and and just to talk to corny. Like I just don't understand that type of time. I don't. And I said, I said when I was younger, when I was real young, like I don't understand bitches and I don't understand bitch niggas. <laughs> Oof. Like, this is when, because that was the vernacular I lose back then. Like, obviously, I don't call women bitches like that no more. But, like, I just don't understand bitches. People that do bitch shit and niggas that do bitch and bitch niggas, it's like, you'll go crazy trying to understand why they do the bitch shit that they do. So. How do you think, I was about to ask, how do you think somebody gets to a point of um bitch, No, see, that's bitchness. what I won't do. That's what I won't do. That's what I'm talking about right now. I will not try to investigate their psychology. Just wondering, like how? No, I'm not trying to get into the head of a bitch nigga, bro. Are they raised differently? I don't know. I don't want to. I don't know. Is about it this. DNA? I don't know. That's where I'm gonna stay with. Is it DNA? But just like we say, hater ass, hater ass niggas find hater ass bitches and have hater ass kids. Yeah. Bitch ass niggas find bitch ass bitches and have bitch ass kids. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'm not getting into the brain, but so that's we, all. We're I gonna have. leave that alone. We're gonna leave that alone. But I don't got. I really don't have no idea about that. Cause even when I've done corny shit in the past, I checked myself and like, nigga, don't ever do that shit again. Cause it's corny. Cause and I felt the corniness. You could feel corn, 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 corn on you the. You can cob. feel it popping. <laughs> Popcorn in my pocket. You can feel it. <laughs> like, and I was like, wow, that was corny. <laughs> and I have the awareness of myself that I've done corny shit. I'm not gonna sit here and say I never done no corny shit. I've done corny shit. <laughs> But I never did that shit again. I think we all may have fallen victim to a corny move or or statement, you know, or approach before. <laughs> Fell victim. I think we've all fallen victim to yeah, that. Yeah, because sometimes you don't know better. Like you really don't know better. Yeah. And you're like, wow, that that was not the play. You, you know? think you think like it was the move, and then it did not turn out. That's how not you thought play. it was supposed That's to. That's not the play, bro. You being fucking cornball. Ugh. Yeah. It makes me sick. I was sick. Of, I was. I looked at myself in the mirror with disgust. You got to be resilient because you grew from that. Oh, for that. sure, for sure. Because I know? won't stay a cornball. Nah, I didn't want to stay a cornball. You like, changed. No. Yeah, got to change, bro. Grow up. Okay, my keep it funky is actually pretty simple. I'm just kind of tired of um, people coming from one discipline to an to another simply because they have access to it. Mm. And so, like Iman Shumpert is a basketball player. Mm. He is not a rapper. But because he has access to it, 
he is able to now put himself in positions of what the the BET freestyle. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he's probably working on different things simply because he has access. It's not based off of talent. It's not based off of skill. And it's not to put you in a box. Mm-hmm. But when you ain't got it, we talked about this before. You ain't got it. You ain't got it. Yeah, bro. You know, and like you should really be working on getting getting up out this free agency. Yeah, he should really be working on having a skill set. A skill set because he was actually he had that. He was he a was defender. Defender. First he and foremost. pop a little three here and there. He was a three and D. Very sporadic with the three though. Very sporadic. <laughs> that joint was on and and off. I don't know how he ever hit a three. <laughs> very sporadic, but that's what he did. He's yeah, he an athlete, athletic. Very yeah, athletic. There you, go. you know, and he can still play in today's NBA. Yeah, for sure. All right, but now because he has the access, now he's over here trying to do the rapid thing. Shout out to Tiana by by supporting her man. Probably encouraging him with encouraging that shit him. Too. I'm just speaking from a, a sense of you don't have it, <laughs> so I don't want to see you doing it. It's really a waste of me watching you, wasting my television time. <laughs> you feel like you wasted your time, like yeah. But speaking about niggas, that's a tale as old as time, bro. Motherfuckers yeah. trying to just switch over and do some shit. And Chris says shit all the time. Motherfuckers need no man. <laughs> yeah. You need someone like you know who else raps that is an athlete, uh, Le'Veon Bell. Someone needs to tell him to stop. Does he? <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. Raps. I didn't know that. And I think he got a feature from like a cool. I think he got Lil Durk on the song or somebody wow. like somebody that's tough. But like wow. switching disciplines, like you really gotta. Like you spent, he spent years becoming a basketball player. Wow. From your adolescence bro. to college, to high school to college, he put to the pros. work in. He put in hours. I don't know how many hours you put in the rapping shit, but I've actually not to many. It. By I've the time listening to it, I've listened to a Mon Shumper song, and I and I'll say that it wasn't it wasn't for me. It's just I just would like to see this man, as you mentioned, grow on the skill set that you that you possess, the hours you put in to be an NBA basketball player. That was your dream, bro. Yeah. So you throwing it away now to rap with a half grill in your mouth because you can. Because, but like I said, people have hob like it's hobbies and things you take serious, like. You could rap for fun. You could rap for fun. No, yeah. Get off the BT style. Get off BT freestyle. Don't go up That's there. That's a spot that somebody that can actually fucking rap. You taking a spot from somebody. Thank you. You taking a spot from somebody who actually putting the time in, the skill set in to actually be a rapper. And you took the spot because you, Iman Shepard. And niggas want to see maybe you got it. And you do not. And you knew you ain't have it. <laughs> no. Some people really believe in themselves, though. Like, you know belief what? is deep. Because right. to be an athlete, you got to really believe in yourself to make it to that level. So that belief. It could be blinding because you're like, anything I do, I'm going to be good at. Now, see, now I'm going to have to challenge Tiana to make sure she talks to her man every now and then. Say, hey, baby, you know, I appreciate your music and all, but when the last time you touched that basketball court? And you know what? I'm you ain't a- been signed. <laughs> What's going on, baby? Let's talk about your real career. Let's talk about your real career. I'm just, I'm just asking. Are you working on your jump from shot? From love. From love. From love. From love. But um, <laughs> what was I about to say? And maybe he's not trash. You know, maybe he's not. Maybe he's just mediocre. Yeah, because uh, listen, listen, man, he's a championship player, but he is not. He was never an elite NBA player. Nah, nah he was nah. a middle end to. He was a role player. If PJ Tucker can continue to get contracts, he might Shepard can get a contract. Tucker. Listen, shout out to PJ Tucker swagger. It's just we hustle. Know, we know about his game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His game. Yeah, we know. And it always baffles me just to talk about to talk about NBA. How these people. Ascend to these levels of sports, especially basketball, and don't have no jumpers, don't have no crossover ability, don't yeah. have no off the dribble moves, can't shoot free throws, can't like Ben Simmons just hit his first three. Yeah, he just hit his first three. How did you make it to the league? I know you six nine. Six nine, he can handle the rock. But that athlete. just tell that just that's just a, a, an example of how when you when you really when you have a, a really good talent, a lot of shit could slide. Like a yeah. lot of shit could. Get swept under the rug. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's 6'9 yeah. and athletic. He don't know how to shoot. He can't shoot? Mm, okay. Put him in. The put him in. He let's see do, what he does. He can do all these other things so great. And he but does. The dis- I like the way you put that, though. He's like disciplines when you're going from one discipline. You just, yeah, you transition from to one another. to another simply because of access. Like, I don't, I, I'm just not appreciating that. When there's others out there, what you brought up, there's you took a you took a spot from somebody who really could have used that stage to shine and mm-hmm. possibly get them a deal, you know, and change their life. Mm-hmm. Your life has already been changed. Go sit your ass down and pick up that basketball. Yeah, ain't no wrong with wanting to rap, man. Rap is rap is a hobby. Please. You can rap, bro. You can rap all day. But like you mentioned, I didn't even think about it that way, Terry. He really did take a spot for somebody who legitimately is like looking like, damn, if I would have been there. That's a like, look, bro. Like that could that could feed my family. That exactly. Could, that could be opportunity, like for me to get more opportunities. And motherfucker, I'm cold because it's some cold, bro. It's some, some cold rappers out there. Rappers some out cold there. rappers out there, and they don't get 
that they don't get that stage because they don't have the access. And we see that, and we see that, and we could go to white society. We see that mediocre people yeah. be in spots that we like. There's exceptional people that be in spots. They should be there. Yeah. So don't be greedy. Especially when it comes to these disciplines, these arts that yeah. people that people hone for years and years and years and put in hours and hours and hours to yeah. be good at. Like, come on. You put, if, you, if you did put an album out, Iman, do you really think it's going to pop? Nobody's listening to you, bro. But, I'm just saying. And to, to give, to not bash Iman. To not it's bash like Iman. we all are looking for, like, because he can't play basketball forever. That's going to be his career for maybe the next three years. And he's yeah. not in the league right now. He could squeeze so out So he could be three. done. Yeah. He could his spot could have been taken out of the league. This is true. I think he'll be picked up by somebody. He should be. But he's an athlete. It's like top two. They're all everyone's looking for that next thing to do, especially athletes. It's like when you're done with when you're done with uh sports, what's to do? You're like, mm-hmm. shit, I make music. You know, and it's such a luxury to have that as an issue. Like, oh, I'm done playing at the highest level of professional sports, so now I'm going to just go rap with some of the best creatives in this discipline. Yeah. It's like, damn. Crazy. It's crazy, dog. That's crazy. That was a good one. I like that. Bad. Appreciate you. So, we're going to play music or you want to go into the next? Oh, we're going to. Oh, we were playing music. We're doing music. We're going to do music. So, listen to the sounds of Breezy. Shout out to Bruh Bruh. Shout out to Breezy. You know what I'm saying? Stay off that coke, baby. It's it's hard to stay off that coke. That coke make you feel good. Wow. <laughs> he, there was another video of him sniffing coke in the club that was he, on Twitter. He got the chill. He did, he, I'm like, bro, go in the bathroom. Yeah, go in the bathroom, <laughs> He'd be in the section. Yeah, come on, Everybody man. looking at him. Come on, bro. <laughs> That's not a good look, bro. I'm just saying. Like, we all agree that doing coke is not a good look, but if you're going to do it, like... Yeah, hide your drug use. Hide your drugs, No one wants it out there. But it's funny that you play, not funny, but you play Chris Brown right after we talked about conversation about switching disciplines. This is a man that actually is very talented at a lot of disciplines. He's very talented. Dancing, singing, art. He's very you know talented. You know what I'm saying? His Just, fashion is, eh, I don't really fashion like Fashion is, yeah. Black Pyramid has cool, he couple tried, things that are cool. you know. But that's a dude that's good at multiple disciplines. He's so good at a lot of things. It's possible, but it's rare. But you ha- it's rare. You have to be gifted. Yes, you know, Jamie Foxx, him, Jamie. Childish Gambino. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it's like it's hard to be great or really good at a lot yeah. of things. But um, we're gonna switch and keep it rolling, and we're gonna talk about a movie that I really enjoyed and we just saw. Oh, the Joker. I forgot we were even gonna talk about yeah, this. Yeah, man, yes, it's sir. on the list, and it's been a week. So, spoiler. Sorry, we about to spoil this. Spoiler bitch. alert. And I'm sorry if you ain't seen it. But maybe this will make you want to go see it any a little bit more. That shit was hard. That shit was fire. That shit was good. I had so much to say about it immediately after watching it. Yeah, that's I'm, how you know it's a good movie. It's like when you leave the theater and you immediately start talking about. I yeah. mean, that's regular for movies. Be like, if even if it sucked, you'd be like, that shit was not that, that good. That shit was not that good. But leaving the theater, it was like, yo, that shit was good. So many starting points. Where do you want to start with? This? Um, like, I just want to start with how it made me feel at first. I'm gonna start okay, how it made me feel. Start with watching the movie. It made me question my own sanity, mm-hmm. and like I felt like that's what that's how you know it was good because I put myself in his shoes and I'm like, damn, I could see how this motherfucker was struggling, how he was dealing with his mental issues and all this shit, like feeling like you don't belong, you're fuck you're a fucking clown, you get beat the fuck up on the street, so that's your life. That's how he yeah. starts the movie. The For opening sure. scene in the movie is he's working. Well, no, opening scene he was putting his makeup on, crying. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. Like I knew it was gonna be dramatic. Like from right there, I was yeah. like, oh, okay. So he's crying, putting the makeup on. So that's just that's just that imagery is just so dope. Or you're a clown. You're supposed to make p- people laugh. You're putting on your makeup. Intense. To, intense. And you're hearing in while the opening scene is like they're the news of the city is on. So you hear about how fucked up the city is. Yeah. They're on a trash track. So there's garbage everywhere. And then you put in your makeup and you're fucking crying because you're just struggling. 
you could just tell from the jump. And I mean, I just want to give a big shout out. I don't know the guy who Phoenix. directed this. Oh, oh, oh but uh, I've actually done some. Uh, Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. He actually directed The Hangover. He directed. Oh, um, what? Yeah, he directed The Hangover. He got diversity in his yeah, portfolio. Yeah, but um, Todd Phillips. That's the director. Todd Phillips, bro. Big shout out because DC movies in general are trash. Yes, it's been garbage. Okay, and there's only one movie previously before watching this one that comes to mind when you think of greatness in superhero movies, period. And that was The Dark Knight. Yes. Okay, that DC. is. That man's been done right for the most part done by DC. Right. And universally, it's been accepted that The Dark Knight is like the best superhero movie, period. Yes. Even though DC has a lot of duds, they did they did it right with Dark Knight. Yeah. And then the Joker came through. Yeah. Joker is top three superhero movie, period. Yes. And it's like I and it's a, and it's crazy. The the ones the superhero movies that are the best are the ones where it's like it's not all about the hero shit. The CGI, powers, Disney, the fucking loving. It's bro, the, the cinematic storytelling. Yeah. All right. My bro brought us a story and he taught us something. For sure, man. He taught us a couple things. One thing he taught us was that what we've talked about in this podcast, everybody does not deserve to be a parent. Bingo. Because his mama was was fucking crazy. Crazy. Bro. And her, she allowed her craziness to trickle down to her son and get abused. who was fucking abused and she in spoiler like you said spoiler alert in the movie she was letting her someone abuse her son boyfriend letting it happen he he was tied up to a radiator and had when head, they found head him. trauma so they didn't they didn't allude to no sexual shit but we can assume we can assume and they had this motherfucker tied like an animal tied up to a fucking radiator yeah when the child and then guess what they gave the baby back to her gave it back to her gave it back to her cuz what people don't understand is that the system is not is not a positive one, and yeah. a lot of the times it's better to or more efficient to reunite someone with their parent yeah, they versus want that. going yeah. through the system, sitting in an orphanage, waiting and waiting and, and waiting. Especially she wasn't the one doing the abuse, yeah. So I could see how that story actually makes sense. But that's people, a big fact. You said that before on the podcast. Like I said, it, not people, everyone needs to be a parent. No. Nah. And you see how that trauma affected that boy who became a man, became who had struggles, the Joker. who had delusions, and who had mental issues, who was on medication, who ended up fucking snapping. And you saw how slow, that's what made mm. the movie really great. We saw how slowly he just kept breaking down mm. to where he just couldn't take it no more, mm. where he had to change into he had the Joker. To. He had to. My man caught five bodies, no meds. He felt Bro. like a, he felt bop, like bop, a better bop. man. And it wasn't that much killing. That was somebody asked me when I first seen the movie. I was like, it wasn't that much killing. He didn't kill that many people. He didn't kill that many. He killed the three dudes on the subway. Damn, fuck, we said spoiler. He killed three men on the subway. And he killed his old coworker. And then he killed Robert De Niro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he killed the lady at the end. Oh, yeah, at the end. He killed killed the psychiatrist because it's hella blood. You know what I mean? And so, like, that's one thing. And I don't, it might be very dictator ish to say, but y'all understand it. If y'all worked in social services or the human services field and y'all actually had to experience and deal with the shit and the trauma that you see or if you had that growing up in your own life like yeah bro it's a motherfucker and, and that's like I said about the movie it made you feel like you felt all his trauma watching the shit on screen shout out to the cinematography in the movie the shit was shout dope shout out to the cinematography the fucking the, 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 score, the score amazing oh my god bro you the know what I'm fucking tense music the yeah. little thing the little nuances yep, yep, yep. like you just felt like something was gonna happen and then boom it hit mm. that peak, you know what I mean? And then shout out to the the comedic relief that it provided. Yeah, it was because that's what I said too. There was points where you like didn't, it's not your, they weren't doing nothing funny, but it was just so awkward and weird that you had to laugh. You yeah. was like, yo. I mean, when he killed his coworker and then the little, um, he jumped at the, the dwarf dude, yeah, he jumped at him. Hey, yeah, that was hilarious. I was laughing, bro. I and laughed. then he tried to run and he couldn't reach the door joint. And he was <laughs> like, yo, Arthur, can you help me? <laughs> <laughs> you just laugh because like that's a tense scene, bro. He just murdered someone in tense. front of a, a a a little person. Yeah, the little person cannot defend himself. Nah, and he he was like, "You're the only person that's nice to me." He's the only person that's nice to me, and, and that's our him. second. That's our third lesson. What's the third lesson? Be nice to uh, be people nice, who are bro. suffering with mental illness. For sure, bro. Like, I live be in, nice to anybody. Yeah, I live in Richmond, and we I see mental illness on the street all the time. Yeah, be nice. People bro. talking to themselves. People just in drunken stupors. People just you know what I'm saying going through things, bro. Yeah. You can tell they haven't bathed in forever long, like. And I'm not looking down on these people because I know what was their life like. Yeah. How did you get to this point to where you are this person? For sure. I know if you had a choice, you wouldn't want to be a, a drunk person on the street nah. or be a homeless Who would and want not wash. Yeah. It's circumstances in your life that led you to this point, whether they were in your control or not. 
These it's are the beyond me. This is the situation. This is what it is. And so p- treat people with respect and always remember that people are people before anything. Whether yeah. they are a homeless, that they are a person yeah, who is a homeless. Person. You me. Like and I always do that like Sometimes, like I got a lot, of pri- I got a lot of privilege in my life. I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm black, which is a privilege. Um, yeah, <laughs> my my mother, the the house that I grew up in, you know what I'm saying the schools I went to, all of that. So like, I don't look down on nobody. Like I might see somebody going through some shit, and my thought in my mind be like, damn, why the fuck are they fucked up like this? They need to get their life together. But then immediately I switch to, nah, bro, nah. they're not better. You're not better than them. Nah. You just got lucky. Nah. You just got blessed. Your life could take a turn for the worse in a matter you know of saying? seconds. We bro. are the fucking same, my, my nigga. Yeah. Like, so, Joker was dope. See, and it, oh, and then we didn't even shout him out, but the Phoenix dude, Jacqueline Phoenix. Like you're saying his name wrong. I was watching. I was watching Jimmy Kimmel, and he was saying it's like Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, Joaquin. Shout out to Mr. Phoenix. Yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, he killed it, and he's always been one of those actors that like he kills the parts. Like, he, like similar to Heath Ledger. Like you, like I hope he's all right after this doing this fucking he movie. Did his thing because. You, he deserve uh, Oscar Emmy. He's gonna Golden definitely Globe. get nominated. He deserve all that shit. He's gonna he's gonna clean up. He's gonna clean up. I mean, he has to. The, the intensity in that role. Yeah, Bruh. And then you know always know always when like motherfuckers lose a whole lot of weight because they say he lost like fifty pounds to 50 play this pounds, shit. Pounds, bro. 52. The delusions. I thought that that the Zaza Beats jump. What's her yeah, name? Yeah, that was the twist too. I meant to bring that because like there was hope for him. You yeah. had I mean, you, and it's, that's a shout out to you. Can see what women do for men. How like. Y'all being in our lives can actually help us when you have some a significant person because when he, he was going through all his shit, he had but you but he found a girl. We thought he found a we girl, thought. and it was like, "Yo, there's hope for him. Things he has love. Better. We had someone that's there to support him." And then he found out all that shit was a fucking delusion. Delusion. It wasn't she real. She was never there. I ain't gonna lie. I was a little um, flabbergasted when she was messing with this dude and laughing. Like, how he back I was like, laughing? That He is not funny. What the fuck is wrong with her? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On when he was doing a stand-up Yeah, shit. I'm like, what's wrong with her? What is she seeing this but dude? See, even during that part, so he does stand-up in, in, the, um, in the movie and um, he starts off really rough and I was like, oh, he's bombing. Because I've done stand-up, I'm like, oh, this is not going to go good. When oh, you start yeah. off bad, it's hard yeah, to come you can back. Relate, you can relate to that. I related to that part. So I was like, once you start off bad, it's hard to get them back. You got to be really good. But it seemed like in the movie, like he started off bad, but then he started to get them back. Started getting it right. Because they showed her laughing. Yeah. But then when you find out later, she was not really she there. She was not there. <laughs> she she like, yo, he's really, I don't I don't want to say crazy, but my man has some problems. Yeah, bro. He got hella problems. The mental illness was severe. Yeah, 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 It was severe. And he didn't have any more pills, human services. They cut human services and got oh, the yep. city? Oh, yeah. See, that talks to, t- talks to what I was talking about before. They cut the social service. So he was seeing someone. He was talking to he someone. He was. He was getting medication, and they cut it. They cut it? Bruh. They cut the funding. So he was just out on his own. Out on his own. And in the world. thank you for reminding me. That's the part that I wanted to, the one part that I wanted to talk about is you see how in the movie there was a revolt at the end. There was a riot. And he sparked the riot. Yeah, he did. Because the people that were the lowest in the society, they were fed up. Mm-hmm. Their, their neighborhoods were dirty. The trash, the trash wasn't getting picked up. There was violence. There was crime. And the people at the top, they're looking at them like, yo, y'all are living so good while we're living so bad. And we're going, and literally y'all driving us crazy to the point where we're going to fight back and we're going to fucking try to overthrow this shit. And that shit could easily happen in our society right now. Easy. When you when you oppress people and you push them down and you keep them down and you don't let them have any type of way to rise up, you got to take care of the poor or they're going to fucking revolt. Or it's more will. poor than there are rich. We said, we said, there's only, I feel like America has the most millionaires out of any country in the world, but there's three there's 300 million people in America they're still they're still more poor than they are rich still and if more. the poor decide to turn up it's gonna be a problem it's gonna be a problem it's gonna be a big problem you can see you saw that problem. in Gotham City yep. you know what I mean and it was crazy like so many other things we could touch on how we thought that the that the uh, movie was going to try to tie in Bruce Wayne being the Joker's yeah. brother step brother that would have been crazy my jaw dropped I was like that's um, his brother yeah I thought one time that the Joker was gonna give Heath Ledger a bigger shout out and just say like at the end he, he could end it with why so serious before mm-hmm. he killed the yeah. whatever the lady was um, but like those small things didn't matter those were just like they're irrelevant the yeah. movie is a 10 out of 10 I said 9 out of 10 but cause that's because I, you know, I was trying to be a little Russian oh why judge. you give it a 9 out of 10 I was trying to be a Russian judge but really I can think about like things that I disliked about the movie okay. uh, I didn't like the actor that played Thomas Wayne <laughs> you, didn't, you just didn't. I didn't like him. Oh, what? I feel like he could have been cast better. 
Oh, so you wanted a different, a different Thomas Wayne, a different, just a different actor. Oh, I. But okay. uh, no, but bro, it's nine out of ten, ten out of ten. It's a great movie. You should go see it. Shout out to the Joker. Talk about social issues. Really fucking dope. Y'all shouldn't be having babies if you can't care for them. And that is the point that Doc wants to make. And I do agree with him because that is a fictional story, but it's definitely based on a lot of yeah. reality. I think that I think the the comic John was trying to confirm, but in the comics, his mother was actually abusing him, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so I think she like cut and him see, or and the dope part that I liked about Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight is that remember when he would tell the story about how he got the scars? Every time he told the story, it'd be different. Yeah, every he'd time. be like, "Oh, my father was a drunk, and my mom got beat up, and yeah. da da da." And then next time he'd be like, "No, my wife, da da da." Like that just lets you know about his craziness. So we didn't really know where his trauma we didn't came really from. Know where it came he would lie from. about it. Yeah, and, he, and it would just fuck us, fuck our heads up even more. So. Damn, Shout out to bro. Heath Ledger. Shout out to Joaquin. Shout out to Heath. R.I.P. Heath. R.I.P. Heath. Um, and Mr. Phoenix, you did a damn good job, boy. Yeah, shout out to everybody that was a part of that. Shout out to Zazie Beast, your beautiful black sister. Yeah, you who, know, I thought it was, was funny how she was in the movie when it when it when in his delusions he had her, and I was like, oh, well, I guess they cast the perfect person because she also has a white man in real life. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, neither here nor there. <laughs> love who you love, but um, last thing we we'll to say about the movie. It was. I knew something was up with that shit when she was like, "Were you following me today?" And he was like, "Yeah." yeah. And she was cool with it. I, that's the, that's why I was like, what? she was like, she thought it was cute or something. Yeah. She was like, I was like, like, you should come by. And, I was and like, then and then the, the Joker second, got his groove back. And then the second part when he just showed up to her door yeah, and started kissing her and smashed. Yeah, I was like, yo, what was is like, going if on? Any nigga does that. This is crazy. You're getting a charge, bro. bro. <laughs> Oh, so, but you know what? She didn't even call the cops when he actually did pop up in her crib. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she didn't. No, but they didn't show it. No, nah, because by this time the detectives were on him for the murder of uh, the yeah, three, the three niggas on the and the sub. But uh, shout out to Joker. Oh, and the, and the little man probably ain't called the cops either. What little man? The little midget. Wait, he saw his boy get. Yeah, killed. he didn't call. I was like, oh, he's gonna call the cops once he get uh, out he of there. Rocked. But he, uh, you know, it's a movie. That's why you it, some of the you know it's gonna be shaky the, the story sometimes. Oh, I loved it though. Great. Did Marvel gotta do a better job? DC got two. Of the top three superhero movies of all time. But no, but quality over quantity, Marvel definitely has more quantity. Yeah, but not quality. But their quality isn't um, as high as The Dark Knight. Take you down down another story. They've done it. I I give Marvel a lot of credit because they've done it across different characters. The only character DC get right is fucking Batman. And they got him wrong, too, in the Superman Batman shit. They got him Ben Affleck. That was terrible. Horrible Batman. That was terrible. Horrible Batman. But you know, that's white privilege. He was bad. They're coming out with a new Batman movie. With uh, the dude from Twilight. True. They are. Yeah, so they I, I look forward to that. They, they are. I'll tell you what. The storytelling, though, man, like, it's going to be hard to beat that. Disney is taking Marvel down a different path. It's all Yeah, they want the money. And money and it's CGI not about the art. heavy. Yeah. And, like, nah, bro, that's not what it's about. Are you telling me a story? A story that's going to touch. Because I'm telling you, that shit touched me, motherfucker, because I've had mental, mental problems before, mm-hmm. like mental lapses. And, like, that shit... I'm like, damn, this this feels like when I was thinking crazy shit yeah. or when I was going through that wild shit. I'm like, damn, I could, damn, could that be me? Could I slip? Could could that have been me? Could I have slipped that far yeah. to where I'm like fucking delusional and yeah. fucking need medication and then hurting myself or hurting yeah. somebody else? You know what I'm saying? Like every time before you pop someone, like you could feel you be like, oh, he about to snap. Yep. Like this is like a this is it. Like he about to snap. Great. Kept on and shout out to my man dancing down the steps, bro. I was lit when he was dancing. Yeah, he was two stepping on the um, steps. He was two stepping <laughs> on the car. You know what I'm saying? At the yeah, end, Jimmy. when they lifted him up, <laughs> my man was young too. Stuff. Shout out to my man's run though. Remember yeah. how he was running? He was running. He, hit the he be running hard. He be hitting the I know. I know his Achilles hurt. He be running. That man be stomping like. A yeah. Bit. But his hard. runs. How you say he was running the whole movie? Bro. He running the whole movie, dog. You know he did all that running. He still ain't sweat like um that boy from Star Wars, John Boyega. <sighs> yeah, he actually killed people. He wasn't even sweating like that. Yeah, but he hit the feet, though. Hit the feet. Hit the feet. All right, y'all. Play some some shit, bro. I got you. We can get up.
Shout out to the piano, bro. Oh, shit, been talking the whole time. Didn't even have Shout out to the pianos. Thank you for more grooves, Dot. Yeah, for sure. We're back. And um, Joker conversation was dope, but we're going to switch gears one more time, people. Stick with we're us. We're switching gears. You know what I'm saying? Clutch. Hit that clutch. Don't be don't be riding the clutch. You know what I'm saying? Don't ride the clutch. Don't strip your gears or nothing. Yeah. But this is a question that y'all kind of had last episode talking about money. And you talked about you talked about uh, talking about your pay last week, and you also which talked I don't about remember. <laughs> that good yeah, you had that yeah <laughs> in his system, had that turn up juice. Yes, my apologies. But yeah, so y'all talked about that, and y'all also talked about fifty k being is that enough for you to live comfortably off of or not? And we had a little debate about it. But you said you had another debate on Twitter this week about how much money do you need. In the question of that so go ahead yeah 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 so really the debate was sparked because i saw hold on y'all but anyway um terry's gonna cut that off the debate was sparked because i saw a tweet about the the everybody being able to save 70k and I just felt like to say wait seventy thousand seventy um my bad seventy percent my bad seventy okay. percent oh, of your annual salary, and I just felt like that is the same sentiments of everybody can pull themselves up by the bootstrap, which we all understand that that is not the case, right? So it's like this: everybody is discounting the fact that you are different, and is discounting the inherent disadvantages that we have as black people or people of color. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I got into a little debate with Grayson on Twitter about it, painting that picture of 50K. I use 50K because I feel like that is what the majority of people are striving to be in at least, Mm -hmm. you know, if not more, like regular people, you know, regular job, regular nine to five. Out of college, few years out of college. Out of college, like you're looking for at least 50K, right? Um, Because, of course, we all know if you're making less than that, you definitely can't. At least. At least, you know. And when you do that and you look and you look at the scenario and you just break down the numbers, if you're paying for your one bedroom jump by yourself, you have a car note, 200, that's cheap, right? 200 is a very cheap for car, a car note. note. Yeah, that's very cheap. You know what I'm saying? Um, you got insurance, you have taxes, you have college loans, you mm-hmm. got your utilities, you have to pay for food, you have to pay for gas to get to and from work. Yep. Statistically, you cannot save 70% yes. of your salary. And people don't factor in entertainment. You go out and you drink. You go out to the movies. You yeah. go to the you go to the mall. You go to a show. Mm-hmm. You're that's t- coming out of your check. But seventy when you said seventy percent, bro, I'm taken back already by that number. Seventy percent. Seventy percent of your annual income. Seventy percent. And so the to give more details on the on the spark of the conversation, the tweet referenced a gentleman that said he ate rice and beans for X amount of years off of a $250,000 annual salary, and he was then able to save 70% of his um, income. Who the fuck living like that? Bro, number one, who's eating rice and beans for, I don't, it was years, you know what I'm saying? Years. <laughs> He's already a psychopath. He's already crazy. Um, and you make $250,000. That's a different level of living versus yeah, somebody sure. making 50K. It's two hundred thousand dollars more. Yes, and two hundred thousand dollars, bro. If you live in the South or live in an area that's not highly popular, like a like a big metropolitan city, mm-hmm. you killing. You making a killing. Making two hundred fifty thousand. Making a killing. And think about it like this, because it comes from these two financial. Or how should I call them? I, I Institutions? guess no advisors. I guess I want to financial advisors. Yeah, I guess I guess you can give them that title. Not so, technically, but they promote financial okay, growth. So, they they they're in that field like they're, they're trying field. to talk about financial growth. Right. Really, they promoting financial growth so they can get some more money. There you go. Because they that's probably not their main gig, or if it is their main gig, they're using other people's money to make money. There you go. Yeah. And so these gentlemen will say, hey, if you save seventy percent of your annual salary and you do that for fifteen years, mm-hmm. right, and you take that money and you invest it in something, you'll be a millionaire in like twenty, twenty five, thirty years, mm-hmm. right? So the the overall end goal is to be a millionaire. For somebody making $250,000 a year, they don't need to save 70% to be a millionaire. They'll be a millionaire in 10 years if they only save half of what they're making. Mm-hmm. You tracking me? Very true. With discipline. With yes. discipline. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if we're going around with this with this montage of everybody's the same, everybody can do it, then we're not counting that people are individuals. People have their own situations and their own circumstances. Straight up cookie cutter shit. Because you know? it's like I feel like I this feel like what you're saying. They're giving you all right, this is exactly how you can become a millionaire if you do this. Mm-hmm. But everybody will not fit into that plan. Nah. And most people are not going to make those crazy sacrifices like eating fucking rice and beans. Eating rice and beans for 15 years, For bro. 15 years to become a millionaire. How bad do you want to be fucking... I might a, die. How bad do you want to be a fucking millionaire? Why are we putting the million dollar... Me being a millionaire is the fucking end goal. Yeah. And when we were talking about this before, I'm like, bro, we look at people who have achieved great success, become millionaires, multi-millionaires, and are still fucking unhappy. Still unhappy. You become multimillionaires and you're still divorced. Yeah. You don't talk to your kids. Mm-hmm. You have a weak ass family life mm-hmm. and you're out on your own fucking partying, doing whatever, whatever, lonely as fucking end of the night. Growing old by yourself, whatever. When we when you ask the question, how much money do you need? It's really subjective to mm-hmm. who you are as a fucking individual, bro. Child the dumb, Some, he posed that question. It's really about your life, bro. If you want to live a lifestyle where you're going shopping every week and you're buying new clothes and shoes and, and, and every year you upgrade your car yeah. and you're living in a four-bedroom home or whatever, whatever, and that's what you, that's what you want... want then okay, maybe you could take on some of these tactics that this man is talking about. Yeah. But bro, I promise you, you that big house, those clothes, all that shit, bro. I've been really broke in my life. Mm-hmm. I've been sleeping on Me couches too, in my life, yeah. and I had to sit and think about what the fuck did I really want out yeah. of my life? Would the do I really just want the money because it's it's what I really want, or right. do I want certain things? Do I want all right? I want a home. I want my family. I want a certain number of kids. I want a car to go to drive and travel. I want this type of stuff for entertainment. Some people don't want none of that shit. Nah. You know what some people want? Some people want to live in the fucking frontier of Alaska and, chill. and hunt for their own and food hunt, and have own. a dog and they're fucking happy mm-hmm. and have a wife and a dog mm-hmm. and live in the fucking frontier and they don't give a fuck about shopping. It's kind they don't of give a fuck, bro. They don't give a fuck about television. They don't give a fuck about... They, you know what? So it's about you, bro. And I'm telling you, as humans... We got to find what the fuck makes us happy. And the money, we've seen it too many times, bro. We think the money going to make us happy? Nah. We need money. We do. We, we do. need bread. We, we need money. Even the motherfucker in the frontier yeah. need money. You need money. Because some shit break down, he got to pay to fix it. Yeah. That he can't fix himself, he has to pay someone we're else. Not, we're, no long, we're no longer living in this trade market. You yes. know, where I trade. So a, no. we need money. I, I, I really understand that. But what lifestyle do you want to live? Yeah. What lifestyle do I want to live? I talk to myself all the time. Like, what are my values? What do I really care about? What do you want? Do I really care about having the new Jays? Or do I really care about driving the Lambo? Or right. do I really care about fucking going into the section, popping bottles, or fuck, or, or fucking, or fucking the best looking women on the planet? Right, right, right. Because I know what I got to do to get. Okay, if I want to pop bottles and drive a Lambo, and this, you know I know what, what the fuck I got to do. You know what it takes. I know what I got to do. <laughs> you know what it takes. I got to sacrifice. How much are you willing? How much am I willing? Timestamp on that. Yes. It's a timestamp. Because shit. And shout out to the, shout out to mushrooms. Shout out to psychedelic drugs. There you go. Because I remember there when I go. took mushrooms and we were on the beach and I was looking out on the water and there were boats. It was this big ass boat. It was like a, a big ass boat with a sail, sailboat. And it was a small sailboat. I seen the fucking sailboat. And I was like, you know what? Who the fuck knows how long it took that man to get that fucking sailboat? Yeah. That man could have worked his entire for the little one. We're talking about the little sailboat. The little jump. He could have worked his entire life. He just, you know what he said to himself? I want a fucking sailboat. I'm gonna get it. And I'm gonna get the sailboat. He could have worked 30 years just to get that look. Guess what? He's fucking happy on his fucking little sailboat. He, got a sailboat, he bro. did he didn't he didn't work 30 years because he wanted that big ass boat. He just wanted a little boat. So you know what he could do? He could fucking sail by himself on the ocean. He's happy. And he's fucking happy. And it's condescending for somebody to say, if you're not becoming a millionaire, if you're not getting bigger sailboats, if you're not getting the biggest sailboat out there, you're not living right. Exactly, bro. That man worked for his sailboat, and he's happy with his sailboat. The dude with the bigger sailboat could be fucking 10 times unhappier than the dude with the little sailboat. We don't fucking know. We don't know. And we've seen from examples of people in celebrity lifestyle and rich and famous people's lifestyle that they get all the money in the world and still be fucking empty. Come on, dog. And I think the purpose, we talk about this this, on this podcast, your purpose in life. If you live in your purpose in life, I feel like you'll find your happiness and you'll you'll be able to find the money. The money will come, bro. You'll find a balance. You'll find a balance. Now, if you if your only goal is the money, do it. We see people do it all the time on the internet. They mm-hmm. want the clout. They, they want the money. They, they want the jewel. Usually not very happy, but internally. Because they thought that's what they wanted. They yeah. wanted it, and you get it. Listen, you get what you want in this life. I really believe that. Almost yeah. everything I've wanted, I've got yeah. on some level. 
because you know what? I really wanted that shit. So That's, I did whatever. You did what it takes. Whatever it takes. I was read oh, that, that that reminds me. I was reading something the other day and it was about I think it had to do with certain photographers reaching reaching points in their life. And the quote was just pretty much like um if you want something, you make sure you put whatever the energy you have into getting it. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, you won't be happy. You won't. So if you want it, you got to go and do whatever it takes to go get it. Mm-hmm. But don't don't place that value on monetary things. Yeah, the object shit. Don't place it on objects, bro. But you know? see, if you want an object, you can fucking go get it. Because you can get that. Bro, you want a Rolex, you will do what it takes to get a fucking yeah. Rolex. Yeah, the happiness is, I mean, how happy are you going to be? Is it momentarily? Yeah. And, shit, I forgot. You you said some shit, and I just forgot what the fuck I was going to say to respond to it. It was like, the wants and needs. I'm saying, the wants, like, I know what I need. I need shelter. I need food. I yeah. Need, I need... I need a mate. I need that. <laughs> I need these things. You need that, bro. I need a partner, somebody I have sex with. Yeah. I need food to eat. I need a roof over my head. You need it. And I need, I don't need alcohol. Nah. I don't need marijuana. No. I don't need, I don't need uh, new clothes and all that shit. But guess what? You know what I'm saying? It wants and needs. I think if we split it up into that, it, it matters. But so when you ask the question, how much money do you need? We know what you need. You need money to cover your living expenses. Yeah. Period. All that extra drip, all that extra shit. It's extra. It's extra, bro. It's extra. I'm trying to find a quote, but whatever. We get it. But we, we listen, man. We this life shit. No one knows what the fuck we doing here, bro. We know, we know where we at though. We know we live we in a capitalist we society where, where, where we've been put in a consumer society where we pump this shit like, oh, you need this. Yeah. You need these clothes. When does it need, become excessive? What, what do you think all this shit is? We think Instagram is for to sell you shit. Yeah. We think Twitter is for to to sell to to figure out what you Mark, like. Now, now you're marketing content, marketing and advertising, marketing your ideas. Now, so we know what system we live in. We know we're in a capitalist society. We know what they pushing on us. But what do we really want and what do we really need? I mean, do we need a million dollars? Nah. Or do we just want it? And if I don't want a million, then it should be okay. It should just be like, I feel like before any black person should be out here trying to promote, everybody can save 70%. How about we promote financial literacy at its foundation? How about we promote being able to get a secure job making good money? Because you can't save a lot of money if you're not making a lot of money. That's a fact. All right, so how about we promote that? How about we promote learning how to invest and then we pass that down from generation to generation? Mm. You know, these individuals, these white people are at a point where, oh, yeah, they're preaching um, saving 70%. Number one, you're a white man. (laughs) I don't know your background. I'm pretty sure you probably came from a background of your father, forefathers having land, having assets. Money been in your family. Teaching you how to use money, teaching you not to use credit. You don't have to, right? Because you got it already. But they probably taught you how to break down some old-ass car, keep riding that bitch out, fix it up. I mean, these are things that, because they gave you the car, first and one, number one. So these are things that are, like, easier to say rather than do. Yes, and these are skills that your family has passed on to you. And some people, some families don't have none of these skills. I don't have none of that, bro. They have none of the skills that your family just has. And you think everyone has these skills? It's a fucking lie. It's a lie. Even when you get it out of the book, even when you get it out of a book, it's still a, another whole nother step to enacting it and, and put, putting it into a process, bro. And, and, and let's that. not act like it don't take a whole lot of discipline to to, to this not not the from the privileged place but from coming up from, from you coming just being up nothing and not having nothing you got to have so much discipline yeah. so much discipline that most people don't you know how weak i am <laughs> you know how little how you know? little discipline i have i have just enough discipline to where i don't starve you know? and die <laughs> on the street if now say i had like that uber dumb crazy focus <laughs> like these fucking psychopathic crazy successful ceo people yeah, have yeah then you know it would be a different thing but you know Come on, man. We got to remember that we all started somewhere. And if you get to a point of, yeah, I can I can do that. Everybody should be able to do that. Don't oh. don't forget where you came and from. And let's not and let's one more thing I say. Let's not act like these people that are selling this 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 70% of your income shit aren't making money off the people they're selling it to. Yeah. You're you're going to pay people are going to pay you for your services, right? Yeah. When you when you so you're making money off this everyone you sell on this dream. Yeah. So I get what it is, bro. It is what it is. But I I want I want everyone to really challenge themselves and ask themselves like really how much money do you need how much money and do what you do you really want out of life I mean most people do this you know I mean we, we're we're all conscious very intellectual people so we've done this to ourselves already but you know I want to maximize my happiness and I want to maximize my life and 
Maximize your potential. Let's all strive for the basics right now. Let's reduce our debt. Yes, man. Stop chasing, trying to keep up with people, bro. Reduce the debt. Let's get good paying. I'm going to say job. I'll say let's follow our dreams until it's it's at a point where you're able to provide for yourself and your family. Mm -hmm. You know, a wise man once told me, it doesn't matter what you do, Tyrell, as long as you can take care of yourself and your family. That's All it. Right. But keep it so, simple, bro. Do whatever that is. Because they selling. I'm telling you, the, the America has sold us this fucking fantasy of all the shit they say we fucking need. Yeah. You nah. need the big house. You need the car. You need a fucking garage. No, you don't. You just need love no, you don't. and happiness. You need to be able to take care of your Provide responsibilities. Your security, take care of your responsibilities. Now, if you want to take it a step further into Ball investing, out. into spending money here, into into getting more money, maybe you Bro, want to be a man there. Do no, that. No one's telling you to not. No get one's telling you not. I'm just saying, for black people, we got to take care of the basics. Yes, get the basics before. And listen, like you said, we're maxing for sure. If you can run up ten million, yeah. run, run up ten million. Run it up. <laughs> like no one is telling you, you to plug, not be you rich. Can run up to ten. Run up to ten. No one is telling you to not be rich nah, on this side. Nah, for no sure, one, for sure. Nobody. Because no. guess what. I like shiny shit too. Shit, I like expensive shit. <laughs> Fuck you, mean? Yeah. I seen it. I want to try it. Yeah, what's, what's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? We're just saying, you know, for the regular person, because that, because that scenario really is applicable to the regular person. You know, somebody making 40, 50 k, yes. and you're trying to tell them that, that they need to be able to save. 70%. If you make a forty, told my saving seventy percent of fifty k, bro. Come on, bro. What the fuck am I going to do? I'm going to be fucking frail like the Joker. Yeah, I'm going to be like, come on, dog. I'm not eating rice and beans every day. No, I like shrimp. I yeah, like, like tacos. What did, what did Brit say? God forbid I want some Hennessy every now and then. He was God for, oh shit. God forbid. You know what I'm saying? I want to get some, some VSOP or Master Blends yeah, God or some forbid. shit. Come on, bro. Oh, and don't act like motherfuckers go broke too. These just because you make a million, yeah. don't mean you're going to keep that goddamn million. Yeah, that, it doesn't. Let's it doesn't. act. Let's not act like niggas don't go broke. It doesn't. You so, made it. Can you keep it? Do do what's do what's best for you and your situation. Maximize your potential. Yeah, man. Cause shit, I like money. Yeah, I like shit. money. Too, I like what money brings. Damn right. But shit, I ain't gonna kill myself for money. Bro. Nah, I'm not doing that, bro. I'm not gonna kill myself. I'm I've gonna... already accepted that I'm not gonna be a millionaire. That's just not the life that's been laid out for me. <laughs> he says this as he smirks. <laughs> Thank I'm you. I'm not thousandaire is where I'm trying to be. Big thousand. Thousandaire. Big thousands. Not a millionaire. But guess what? No, I can't say that. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> All right, we're going to play some music. Yeah, play some music. Shout out to Brandy. I love Brandy, man. Okay. I wish she would chill out, though, now. <laughs> All right, we wrapping it up. I'm going to just give a, a, a comment on something, and I want y'all to go do some research on it and let us know your thoughts and your feelings. You know, we, we talked a lot over the past couple of weeks between ourselves and the Thinking Out Loud podcast about the transgender community. You know, it's been hot in in America. Something that we came across, and it's about the detransitioning. Okay, so hundreds of young transgender people are seeking help to return to their original sex. You know, uh, Charlie Evans, 28, was born female but identified as male for nearly 10 years before detransitioning. The number of young people seeking gender transition is at an all-time high, but we don't know very little or anything about it and about those who may come to regret their decision. So I'm not even going to go any further. You know, that's just something to think about um, when you have... When you have children or young people making these critical decisions, you know, that impact them in their life and their their medical uh the medical status, you know, and it's like boom, they wanna go back. So are people trans transitioning at too young of an age? I mean, we all understand that maturity or your or your maturity levels in making decisions doesn't happen until, you know, a little a little later on in life. Yep. Um, so Think about that, you know, if you have a child that's or a young, young teenager or maybe an 18, 19 year old talking about they want to transition and then 
Boom. Yeah, man, that's, that's a crazy sea to navigate, man, with with with, your, with, the, with that type of thing because going back after you went that far is just it's crazy. And I said to Dot uh, about about just being young and and doing that stuff like we literally were trying to kill ourselves. Yeah. From like the yeah. ages of seventeen to yeah. twenty five, like we were doing the dumbest shit. Yeah. Imaginable with no with no kind of like you don't really grasp. The, the 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 decisions you're making at that age because you just don't have the ability. You don't, you to. don't have the ability. Like literally, we did not have the ability to understand the the, the our fucking actions. I mean, you don't have it, bro. We were making bad decisions. And we are we are in a society where we encourage now someone 13, 14, 15. Yeah, to just make that call. To make that call. And to do it and to do it through surgery and hormones. Yeah. And it's very heavy. So I think that being um cautious with that being is, cautious is, is 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 the right thing to do so that's just my opinion so thank you doc for that yes sir. please people do your own research on it you know this is an issue that we're dealing with right now and um above all else above all else i want us to respect everyone and and, and to have compassion and, and kindness for people so as we move along i'm gonna give you a good spiritual segment and then we're gonna get up out of here and um i just want to start with this line right here the human mind is reluctant to let go of the past it's just the way we're it's just the way that we're wired it seems to be we hold on to things from the past our mistakes you know um the things that we wish we could take back our regrets we hold on to them and as most of you know like when you hold on to the past it weighs you down it's that baggage that you carry whether it be bad relationships you know saying trauma from childhood mm-hmm. you know holding on to the past and not letting it go it weighs you down man and i just want to just remind us, like, yo, we can we can put that stuff down. We don't have to hold on to it. We don't have to stay looking in the rearview mirror, like looking at the things that we did that we that we're disappointed at ourselves about. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So, just you know what I'm saying as a, as a to as for your mental health and for and for yourself and for your spiritual health, just remember, like, you can put that stuff down, man. You do not have to carry that the rest of your life. You could have done some fucked up stuff. Excuse my language, but. There is grace in this life. There's forgiveness. There's mercy. There's things that there's ways that you can move past all of your mistakes, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, and I'm serious. I'm, all of your mistakes. You've done things. You can, you can put it down. You can let it go. You don't have to be that person anymore. So don't be reluctant to let go of the past, man. You can let it go, man. You can let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. You know what I'm saying? Let it go. And um, that's all we got today, man. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully we weren't too flagrant. I think we was pretty good. You was very flagrant last week. This week, yeah. You know, I'm glad you guys are able to understand what I'm saying this week, and I'm not slurring and my see, words. You very flagrant, but it was good. So thank y'all for checking in with us. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, follow us on Mazel Talks on Instagram at Mazel Talks on Twitter for sure. Uh, you can email us at mazeltalkspod at gmail.com. I believe that is, correct. and I believe so. Send us some letters, man. Send us some crazy stories. Send us some questions, whatever. And um, like Chris says, on the path to playerdom. On the path to playerdom. Uh, <laughs> oh, there, on the path to playerdom, there are two rules. Stay true to yourself and stay true to the code. Thank you for listening to Mazel Peace. Changing from boys to men No one to guide me I'm all alone No one to cry on I need shelter from